Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. No, um, so glad to have one more Sunday where we could come to worship God. And uh, it's such a joyful day to be in God's presence with all of us together to worship God. And um, let's close our eyes and look to God. Father, we thank you for this day. You are a God who will never leave us. Father, we can shout louder and louder each day. For each miracle we receive from your hand, each mercy, each kindness, you are good and your mercy never fails. Lord, this time we pray that you would hide me behind the cross. You will minister to us. You will speak to us. Speak to us your words. Lord, I pray that you would help us to get the full picture and to live for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay. Uh, a few times my wife has uh, complained that, you know, when I'm not well, you don't take me to the hospital, but uh, you take your car as soon as there's a small, you know, problem to get it repaired. So I, uh, so once I told her, don't worry, only when the car is well, I can put you in the car and take it to the hospital. <laughs> That's why I'm taking care of the car first. And, but she was not satisfied. After some time, she complained again. I'm telling her, I'm not well, but you're saying you're taking the car for servicing. So I told her, don't worry, I'll take the car for servicing, get it repaired, come back. Then I'll take it to the hospital for overalling, tinkering, painting, <laughs> repairs and get it done. <laughs> you know, my dear brothers and sisters, overalling, okay. Uh, that's what, uh, you know, we are famous for when you go to a garage to give you a car, overalling. But um, God is not interested in that. God is interested in transformation, you know, making us complete. That is his aim, that is his goal in life. And Colossians 2 uh, tells us about this. Can somebody put a little, little fast, please, the fan? Or this? Yeah. yeah. I thought I landed in hell for some time. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Colossians 2. Paul is talking about the entire chapter, is talking about. Um, how we can be made into a complete spiritual person. A complete spiritual person. Paul wrote epistles. He wrote letters. And uh, he advised people. He was always passionate about uh, Jesus. About God. He was also passionate about the church. Whether he founded the church or he did not uh, find the church. Or he did not plant the church. He was always interested in the church and church ministry. And he wrote to build people up. He wrote, he wrote to uh, warn people, to, to uh, help people grow in God. And with a small band of 12 disciples, Jesus went about teaching, spent his time and gave them the ministry. And these people went around preaching the gospel. And as the gospel spread, Paul could not bear it. And Paul began to, you know the story, how Paul came to know the Lord. But after he was converted, the Spirit of God began to taught, uh, teach him many many important truths and he began to grow in God and uh, he became a preeminent apostle and carried the burden of God to the known world at that time and he became a very uh, parental figure for all the churches during that time and uh, I wanted to uh, uh, um, uh, you to go through this uh, Colossians chapter 2 there are so many uh, beautiful things uh, that is mentioned uh, in Colossians chapter 2 and uh, he was always wanting the church to be complete in Christ. He wanted the church believers to be complete in Christ. Um, and the first thing 
that I find in Colossians. I've divided this into four parts. The first one is the spiritual treasures of wisdom and knowledge that is found in Christ. Colossians 2 chapter 1, uh, chapter 2 verses 1 to 5. I'll read to you. I want you to know how hard I am contending for you and for those, those that loved us here and for all who have not met me personally. My goal, please note that word, my goal is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I tell you this so that no one may deceive you by fine-sounding arguments. For though I am absent from you in body, I am present with you in spirit and delight to see how disciplined you are and how firm your faith in Christ is. Paul is praying for the church in Colossia, the believers as well as the others in this area. If the church has grown during the first century powerfully, wonderfully, it's because of the church that really prayed. The people, believers prayed, the church prayed, the leadership prayed. And uh, that was how changes began to take place. Uh, and we want to see something changing in the society. So something changing in the world. I wanted to advise all of us that it is prayer. Through prayer, we can see God handling situations and change, changing situations. Uh, today, false teaching has spread in so many places. I'll be, I, I don't have time to tell all about that, but one or two I will be touching uh, at the later part of the message. Uh, false teaching has spread all over and, uh, you know, and that is uh, really taking huge groups of people because it's very, very attractive to the ears. It doesn't talk about discipline. It doesn't talk about commitment. It doesn't talk about uh, you know, holiness. It doesn't talk about repentance. So the lot of nice sounding words, com very uh, compassionate or very uh, loving words and affectionate words uh, and people are drawn away. And in this part, his prayer is like this. He is contending in prayer. That means he is he's, uh, he's battling in prayer for the uh, disciples. You know, after reading this, I wanted to tell you for the last one week I've been meditating on this uh, chapter 2. And it's really opened my understanding for a lot of things. And one important thing that is really, uh, I feel uh, that God has brought us to really pray for the church. Is to pray for all the pastors, the believers, uh, all over. And especially pray for our AGAG community. To pray the pr biblical prayer that Paul prayed for his people. And here he says in verse 2, my goal is that they may be encouraged in heart you know encouraged in heart there's so many things that discourages you and me and Paul's desire is that they may be encouraged in the heart and then he goes on to say and united in love that's very important we have to be encouraged in heart God's word will encourage us the fellowship together will encourage us when somebody is down somebody is sick somebody is in struggle there's always the body of Christ that could encourage each other that could really stand with each other, pray for each other, support each other and encourage. And that really, that there's a powerful uh, presence of God when believers love each other and stand together when somebody else is down. And then he says, united in love, love, united in love, encourage each other, united in love. These two things Paul was concerned about this church in Colossia. And then he goes on to say, so that, so that, you can put the next one, so that, they may have the full riches of complete understanding. So that I want you to be united you know, in, in love 
and i want you to be encouraged so that so that you will have full riches of complete understanding in order that they may know the mystery of god that is christ in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge it's very simple encourage i want you to be encouraged and i want you to be united in love in order that you may have the full assurance you know what is that that is to know the mystery that is in god that is christ himself and in christ are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge and philippians 3:10 we all know how paul said confess so openly and he said that i may know him i may know christ and the power of his resurrection my dear brother my dear sister wisdom and knowledge wisdom is how to do knowledge is what to do what to do knowledge and wisdom how to do wisdom knowledge what to live for and wisdom is how to live for wisdom and knowledge everything is found in christ and the bible talks of he writes it as treasures of wisdom and knowledge Treasure, treasures of wisdom and knowledge there was a british man who went about you know uh, uh, looking uh, for hidden treasures and using a metal detector he was able to get nearly 50000 uh, coins 50000 coins uh, you know buried underneath and the value of it is more than 5 million pounds during those days and he was happy but he went about treasure hunting and he was able to get it and we play that game for children treasure hunt you know sometimes we elders also play treasure hunt but this is the real treasure that you and i can hunt for that is to know god to know jesus and in him are dwelling all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge my dear brother my dear sister this treasure can never be taken from us it always grows bigger and bigger the longing goes bigger and bigger and uh, there was an argentinian man and uh, he was picking up all the rags and he was selling and he was making a living he was very poor one day as he was scavenging through all those waste he found on small box in hit where a lot of money and this man did not report what he did he went and uh, used it for himself he bought a nice car he bought a nice shop and set his small build uh, business but then after some time a lady came uh, say serving a notice saying that all the treasure that you found there it belongs to me by mistake my maid when she was cleaning she threw this away so it belongs to me give it back and it's mine and she was trying to prove it and uh, the writer at that time says we don't know what was the court verdict but uh, one thing we can all know is nobody can take this treasure away from you and me your money and my money people can pull okay cheat we can lose but this treasure of knowing jesus knowing god in jesus we will never lose it at all so may we pay uh, keep our hearts and focus on this lord i want to know the treasure that is in you what is that i don't want to be just a superficial christian a hunger for god you know uh, i was asking someone to tell me that scripture on bottomless pit bottomless hell is a bottomless pit it goes down and down and down and i was thinking of that when hell can be a bottomless pit how much more is the treasures of wisdom and knowledge that is in christ in our ever expanding wonderful and paul was mentioning this and then he tells in verse 
i tell you this he there's a reason why he's telling this to go after something i tell you this so that no one may deceive you by fine sounding arguments knowing christ is an un, is a antidote for deception fine sounding arguments you know you read further you find that people were bringing out lot of a uh, false teaching false doctrine into the church jesus plus something or jesus and uh, you know you do this you do that or sometimes they reduce jesus to very small and say this is main so there were a lot of false teaching and paul is saying if you want i am telling you this about treasures in christ so that you may keep away so that you may keep away that you, uh, nobody will deceive you nobody will take advantage my dear brother my dear sister that's why sunday after sunday whoever has preached here we have spent lot of time praying studying to come and feed the church to give the word to the church and it is up to the church to take it from god and to grow we are here not because we are pastors from the beginning we have also been like you believers newcomers believers growing in god and slowly god began to use us i wanted to advise all of us uh, this morning have a hunger for god and say lord i wanted to learn more about you so that i can keep away from all this deception and church ministry is a team ministry pastor plus believers believers plus pastors it is not just coming from the pulpit and and then receiving it nice to the ears nice to the heart i feel comforted and going away but there is something more it's something more it is the bible says in the book of ephesians that you go that the church goes and do the work of the ministry do the work of the ministry and please note shepherd will never give birth to the sheep yes anywhere have you seen a shepherd giving birth to a sheep it is the sheep that gives birth to to sheep okay so have this in mind i am a sheep i am a lamp of god i am a sh- uh, child of god i am a, a servant of god i must serve god how can i give birth to a sheep in this world and i wanted to advise that god is gracious to build you and me there's treasures of wisdom in uh, of uh, knowledge and wisdom in christ treasures of wisdom and knowledge in christ and for that we have to be united we have to be encouraged encouraged through the word get and united in love praying for each other and when we receive a message saying that somebody is not well somebody seek pray we should not just put and say yes i will pray and forget about it there should be something more we should really take time to pray pray for each other pray for the church pray for other believers who are in need of suffering that is getting united in love and as we do that the bible says we will be able to grow in the knowledge of god the next one is very important also spiritual formation in christ ephesians uh, colossians 2 verses 6 to 10 spiritual formation in christ first one is spiritual riches treasures of wisdom and knowledge spiritual formation i read to you so then from verse 6 so then just as you receive christ jesus as lord continue to live your lives in him rooted and built up in him strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thanksgiving see to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy which depends on human tradition and the elemental force spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ for in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form 
and in Christ you have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. Paul says, knowing Christ is fine. But then I want you to do something more. I want you to experience Christ. Knowing Christ is fine. To go after him. But I want you to experience him. The church, we have to experience the living presence of Christ in our lives daily. We should be able to hear his voice. When we go to the word, there is uh, the voice of God speaking to us. How, when was the last time God spoke to us from the word? When did we go with hunger to the word and say, Lord, speak to me. I want you to, I want to hear your voice. Experiencing Christ. That was Paul's desire. And we are all babes in Christ growing. And we, we, God does not want us to be babes always. We all grow little by little to be a blessing. There was a group of tourists that were visiting a village. It was a beautiful scenery, that village. And uh, there was an old man sitting there. And uh, some of the tourists, one tourist went and asked him, in this city, in this village, were there any great men born here? So this villager, old man looked and said, no, only babes are born here. Only babies are born here. No great people are born here. No great people are born in God's kingdom. We are all babes in Christ. We have to grow in God. You should ask God, Lord, help me. Help me. Help me. And uh, God really wants to feed you and me. Spiritual formation has two dimensions. The first one, what we do or what you do. Second, what you must not do. What you do and what you must not do. What you do, verse 6 and 7. So then, Colossians 2, 6 and 7. So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus our Lord, continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built in love, built up in love, strengthened in faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. You receive Christ, continue to live in Him. How? Rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith, and overflowing with thanksgiving. To experience Christ, the next step, he says, as you continue to live in Him, get rooted. Our faith should get rooted in God's word to know that this is true. Every word spoken here is true. Yesterday night I was listening to, uh, I think it was Matthew 19, uh, chapter 19 I think, there was a scripture which talks about uh, Jesus telling a parable. And uh, they, uh, one person has just taken that scripture alone, one of the um, RSS person has put that scripture around saying that Jesus Christ is talking what the Islamist jihadis say kill the people it was a uh, you can go and read that uh, it was a different um, context in which Jesus spoke I listened I searched it I listened to a, a sermon or a teaching uh, on, uh, on this particular verse and I took that uh, copy uh, I copied that uh, link and pasted it into that reply and said, this is what the reply is. Today, false teaching or uh, quoting scriptures out of context is going. And we have to really stand up. And you, you and I have to be rooted. First one, rooted in God's word. Rooted in faith. Second one is built up. That is raised up in him. Raised up in him. Built up, rooted in him. Raised up in him. Growing. We should be able to really recognize, yes, God is making me to go. Yes, people have setbacks. You, will have, you and I will have always setbacks until we die. 
we will always have imperfections we will always we will always you know fall short there will always be you know a, a feeling of guilt yes you have failed god but you, there is also a feeling god gives within you and me not a not a uh, not a uh, what to say a nice feeling but i'm talking about the truthful feeling within us you are growing you are growing you are growing raised up in him third one is reinforced strengthened established becoming strong trying to reach out into this world not just being babes trying to reach out in this world reinforced strengthened and then he says finally you begin to rejoice you overflow with thanksgiving you begin to rejoice my dear brother my dear sister this is what god wants us to do spiritual formation he doesn't want us to be babes all the time he wants us to be rooted raised up in him reinforced rejoicing and paul i just put it in in this form just for us to remember faith built up in him strengthened in him rooted in him built up in him and then overflowing with thanksgiving romans 6:19 paul writing to the romans said just as you used to offer yourself as slaves to impurity and to ever increasing wickedness so now you were you were prem you were offering yourself so now offer yourself as slaves to righteousness leading to holiness a slave knows his limitations what he can think what he can do what he cannot do and paul is saying now as slaves of christ know your limitations and offer yourself as instrument for righteousness unto holiness god's effort is to make us holy our effort is to offer you understand our effort is to offer is to repent is to is to fast is to pray is to seek god is to seek his word prepare ourselves preparing ourselves for the permanent life that we are going to live never take it very lightly now in this world god is giving us help and strength and time and resources and and all the facilities for us to grow in him and paul is saying offer you offered those times your body as instruments of unrighteousness now offer your body as slaves as instruments of righteousness unto holiness i never understood the scripture for a long time when i was growing up i went and asked a pastor i'm sure most of you would have heard if you are from chennai or tamil nadu you know pastor sam sundram okay a great man of god i had a chance of uh, meeting him and told him pastor the scripture no i i didn't ask him about the scripture i told him my struggles so he advised me from the scripture i'll never forget he said earlier times have you seen movies in the night have you gone with your friends i said yes what time to what time he said maybe from 9:30 10 o'clock to 12:30 1 o'clock and what time you come back and sleep maybe at 2:30 2 o'clock and next day yes i have gone to school i have gone you know uh, for other thing to do other thing and then he would offer ask me other thing your sports time you know you, what 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 game you play i tell him i play football you take time to practice and play yes and he asked me a lot of questions i said pray these are all you're doing during those days for your own pleasure for your own joy as well as for your own sinful satisfaction you are offering your body now you are in a different league now you offer your time as much as you can your effort to study god's word to fast to pray this is 
offering yourself as slaves to righteousness unto holiness i'll never forget that advice really help me really help me today god is calling us agg community to offer ourselves as instruments of righteousness unto holiness and the bible says ever increasing wickedness we offer ourselves as our bodies for ever increasing wickedness when we can do that how much more we can do it now on the positive side and uh, i wanted to give this quote from fb mayer a servant of god and uh, now the apostle says that all our after life, christian life is to be lived on the same principle the holy life is an attainment sorry the holy life is not an attainment but an attitude holiness is not an acquirement of which we may make a boast but an openness of soul towards the lord jesus as of a window unshuttered and uncurtained to the light you understand we open our soul to jesus it is not that we attain something we achieve something it is to have a openness towards god lord i am open i want you to build me i want you to change me offering ourselves for ever increasing holiness and may i add one sentence to this great man's sentence please not just on sundays but during times of and not during during times of crisis but always always opening ourselves for god's light to fall on us nothing covering lord you take care what you must not do what we must do is giving ourselves and what we must not do he says in verse 8 onwards see to it colossians 2 verse 8 see to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy which depends on human tradition and the eternal elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on christ we have become captive to christ or captive to the things of this world either captive to christ or captive to the things of this world you and i cannot be one leg here and one leg there it can never be you sometimes keep your leg when the escalator is going up one leg down on one leg on top you know what will happen okay we'll really have a big toss so it is like this you and i can never keep one leg here and one leg there either we are captives to christ or captives to the things of this world and never try to uh keep ourselves tuned to some of the deceptions and philosophies we have to be careful i've experienced pastors i'll tell you a little later i've experienced pastors church uh, leaders christians who have been good believers but have drawn towards deception later on in life it's a huge challenge for us to be careful all the time verse 2 and 9 for verse 9 uh, chapter 2 and verse 9 for in christ all the full, fullness of the deity lives in bodily form and in christ you have been brought to fullness he is the head over every power and authority when you and i go after knowing christ and to experience him you and i will begin to experience the fullness of god little by little you know that life when you begin to experience we don't want to draw back into the world a time a life where god puts us into that zone and we want to move forward we want to be careful lord you have done a great work in me and i want you to move forward i want you to move forward spiritual treasures 
of wisdom and knowledge and next one is spiritual formation in Christ and now he goes to a very important part spiritual warfare spiritual warfare a complete person christian christian uh, uh, believer is a person who goes after the treasures of wisdom and knowledge and who begins to have hunger for spiritual formation and doesn't stay there he and i he and i or you and i and all of us begin to get into the spiritual warfare i read to you from 11 to 15 in him you were also circumcised with the circumcision not performed by human hands your whole self ruled by the flesh was put off when you were circumcised by Christ having been buried with him in baptism in which you were also raised with him through your faith in working of God who raised him from the dead when you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your flesh God made you alive with Christ he forgave us all our sins having cancelled the charge of our legal indebtedness which stood against us and condemned us he has taken it away nailing it to the cross and having disarmed the powers and authorities he made a public spectacle of them triumphing over them by the cross our salvation was not just by jesus dying on the cross there's something more he took the old testament laws that were binding us and nailing it to the cross what does it mean we cannot please god with what we do we have to do uh, please god by faith yes but there's something more he said for salvation he died on the cross for our sins at the same time he had nailed all that as well as he had made a public spectacle of all the powers and authority triumphing over them by the cross christ created all things all the powers and authorities all the powers and authority and lucifer fell we know that and angels that went with him and today our warfare is there i do not know how many of us really consider i am a soldier a good soldier of jesus christ and christ has drafted us to be the good soldier of jesus christ when i was in uh, middle east when the war broke out between um, the allied forces as well as iraq i was always reading about the iraqi forces saddam hussein had the army that went about attacking kuwait but he also had another army that was guarding his interest that was called as revolutionary army revolutionary guards if you read the role newspapers and news you will know revolutionary guards they were taking care of his interest protection protecting him and his interest his sons his family his kingdom or his uh, position but there was another army that went to fight for the country went and invaded kuwait and they were the ones who fought against the allied forces this revolutionary guard i i when i was reading the scripture about being a good soldier i compared like this soldier is there but a good soldier is there you understand a good soldier is the one who is all the time interested about the kingdom's work the kingdom's principle we suffer we are willing to give up life for the kingdom of god taking effort good soldier of jesus christ and in our spiritual warfare please understand it is christ who defeated satan completely over nothing part you and i need not have to do anything more by fasting and prayer we cannot win but christ has won and um, the, during the war uh, war uh, when 
napoleon wanted to attack uh belgium and other places in waterloo we all know the story if you don't know you can listen you can read through also and the battle of waterloo napoleon bonaparte lost and uh, duke of wellington won defeated him along with uh, you know some of the prussian soldiers now there when well, when the war was over it was easter day and the war was over so those days there was no um wireless signal so there used to be signals if you are with the scouts guides and scouts you will know there was a signal with a the flag they would uh, do it so this flag the signal was passed on and because it was very misty and cloud was there only they listened to only one part and when they passed that signal the people who from the other side saw was wellington defeated so when they heard that they said gone now napoleon will come is going to create havoc and people started to weep and then they find after some time duke of wellington coming with the victorious army and with napoleon already captured you know what was the story it was like napoleon defeated i'm sorry wellington defeated napoleon but what they read was wellington defeated they didn't see the napoleon many christians are like that we think only part of it is done today god is calling us yes we can be in the battle ephesians 3 and verse 10 he says god intent was that now through the church the manifold wisdom of god should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms according to his eternal purpose that he accomplished in christ jesus our lord tell me god's intent now is through whom tell me church through the church who is the church we you and i god's intention is through us through you through me weak people people with shortcoming people with no passion for god god is saying my son my daughter i am just depending on you i am just depending on you why so that you can tell my manifold wisdom you can make it known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms through church through you and me satan's power has been totally destroyed again those who trust in christ you and i as we yield as we grow closer to god the presence of god will fill us and today in this area we have been praying from marathali to varthurkodi to hope farm to kearpuram to marathali in this area we have been praying that the kingdom of god will advance and i wanted to tell you we are praying you can join together and pray that the powers of darkness will be broken a time will come when you will see you have to come early to be seated here of course by the time we will also get our own land and move and uh, god will take god will do that if all of us can become good soldiers of jesus christ in the battle with the presence of god being a challenge to the powers of darkness 1 john 5:19 john writing to the people he said the whole world lies in darkness you know i've always remembered only this part the whole world lies in darkness i never thought of the first one so i used to pray lord the whole life world lies in darkness then one day god began to minister to me he said 
we are of god read the first part the scriptures there it's not there you know we are we know that we are of god john writing say we know that we are of god and the whole world lies in darkness the world the people who do not know christ are different but you and i belong to god you understand so let's not be discouraged by that but we will be encouraged by i am a child of god in romans 16:20 the god of peace will bruise satan under your feet shortly no matter what type of a shoes you're wearing or chappals you're wearing how he how high your heels is don't worry you will never trip and fall okay never trip and fall there'll be strength in our legs okay we god no it is not you please understand not you will crush satan under your feet so don't worry okay it was god who will strengthen us lift our legs and crush satan it is a symbolic one not that you know uh, physically it's going to happen what it means is the power of god if you read verse uh, 19 it talks about uh, uh, it talks it tells us about innocence innocence be innocent be innocent regarding evil and one translation is and the god there's a connection be innocent regarding evil and the god of peace shall crush satan under your feet shortly not somewhere in the distance yes it's going to happen god has done it finally there's going to be an ultimate victory for all of us but now in the spiritual battle we are going to move forward i wanted to read to you something that i picked up early morning today i'm going to venture to say that you may measure accurately the vitality and depth of a man's religion by emphasis with which he grasps the thought of that great antagonism it is god from whom the power comes but the power works through us and we are neither merely the field nor merely the price of the conflict between these two but we ourselves have to put all of a pit into the task of keeping down the flat spectacled head that has poison gland in it the god of peace blessed be his name shall bruise satan under your feet but it will need the tension of your muscles and the downward force of your heel if the wriggling reptile is to be kept under god will do it but the feet belongs to you and me you understand god will do it the feet belongs to you and me and agag will see god's presence and god's power moving and finally i wanted to move to the third one spiritual separation spiritual riches spiritual treasures in christ the wisdom and knowledge second one spiritual formation god does not want us to be there but he wants us to move forward into spiritual warfare and finally paul is encouraging the people i want you to have a spiritual separation colossians 2 verses 16 to 23 i read to you Therefore do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink or with regard to a religious festival or a new moon celebration or a sabbath day these are a shadow of the things that were to come the reality however is found in Christ do not let anyone who delights in false humility and the worship of angels disqualify you such a person also goes into great detail about what they have seen they are puffed up with idle notions of their unspiritual mind they have lost connection with the head from whom the whole body supported and held together by its ligaments and sinews grows as god causes it to grow since you died with christ to the elemental spiritual forces of this world 
why as though you still belong to the world do you submit to its rule do not handle do not taste do not touch touch these rules which have to do with things that are all destined to perish with use are based on merely human commands and teachings such regulations indeed have an appearance of wisdom with their self imposed worship their false humility and their harsh treatment of the body but they lack any value in restraining sensual indulgence they were tempted into various things apart from christ not just christ alone so many things are there and uh, these people wanted the believers there to concentrate on these things rather than on christ today man made things are holding many people captive there's a fear if i don't do this god will punish me if i don't do this god will not bless me you wear this or you don't wear this or you do this or you don't do this so many things and uh, church we are called to move forward move forward galatians 5:1 it says it is for freedom that christ has set us free stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again with the yoke of slavery christ has set us free for freedom freedom of mind nothing should bring fear in us if i don't do this will i be punished yes for sin there is a punishment i'm talking about all the little little things that we which which causes us to fear and the human bondage is terrible this bondage is terrible and to know the right from the wrong we have to know what is right more and more the more time we take to really study the word i'll tell you we will never be able to move from the truth the truth will never be able to overcome us i was a new christian i started to my friends uh, you know really began to help me to grow and um, then i was reading the bible my bible was marked all over and one day after my accident i was laid up at home some people came they were from a uh, from one of the groups that visit home to home uh, with a false teaching and doctrine they came they sat with me and uh, one two of them i think and they were talking to me and uh, they were trying to talk about jehovah's witness and uh, they were trying to convince me about jesus is not god and i began to argue with them or talk to them and then after that that man certain questions i asked that man that bo- that boy who sat there he was not able to answer he said wait i'll go get my leader he went and called his leader and the leader was an elderly man he began to talk to me and uh, he asked me do you have a Bi- my bible was on the side you do you have a bible i took my bible and he asked me to read some scripture i opened my bible and i started to read from opposite side the, it was not very far away very close we were sitting but he sat there and saw into my bible it was fully marked and he asked me one question is whose bible is this i said it's mine i'm not exaggerating i don't know what he felt he said okay we will come back to you later and talk to you and he left immediately you know why because he knows whether i know the bible much or not that time i don't know but i had on hunger so i was reading and marking when he saw the bible marked he knew he thought within himself this guy knows the bible so let's not play i wanted to tell you god is interested to teach us the right thing when we know the right we can keep away from the wrong don't ever think that we can't be carried away by evil and carried away by deception it can come to anybody it can come to 
anyone i'm talking about anyone means any pastor any christian any leader anyone it can come if we just move a little away from connecting with the life that's what he said the head the body has to be connected to the head but these people are disconnected when we begin to disconnect from the head we can go into the wrong teaching wrong doctrine and uh, in sri lanka uh, there is a guy um, who teaches about not eating food he says i only take communion holy communion holy communion is his food and he says the air that i breathe is my food and i was listening to his uh, one of his interview there was a girl who sat next in front of him asking him some question and this guy was rattling through vibrations i get the food through vibrations i get the energy i get that girl began to look i looked like as if she was vibrating getting scared you know she was so fearful and watching watching all this interview i was listening to it and these are the people who says there is no sin there i'm sorry there's no death we will live forever and the founder of this uh, truth uh, founder of this doctrine is a man in south africa and he is already dead and he is gone but his followers are still believing that they won't die deception deception it can come to anyone god is saying keep yourself separate from this how by going into god's word humbling ourselves and saying god telling god lord speak to me minister to me days jesus said the last days there will be many people who will be going going away from the truth many people will be going away from the truth we will ask god lord help me these things as i read the if a collection to go home read it take a pen mark it pray over it whenever you get a message on a sunday whatever message that comes go home and ponder over ponder over it god wants us to grow into maturity and god will lead us into that great life that god has kept for us spiritual riches of wisdom and knowledge in christ spiritual formation christ no babes are born only babes are born no great people are born spiritual warfare god has crushed satan already on the cross and today god tells us he will crush satan under your feet god will crush it under our feet he wants our legs he wants our muscle and finally the spiritual separation that is available in christ as we move forward we will ask god lord help me help me i want to make a mark i want my life to be a blessing i want to be a blessing in this world there are so many people before us who have walked that faith path and carry the gospel of jesus christ remember always sheep should give birth to sheep shepherd will never give birth to sheep ask god lord i want to be a sheep that will give birth to sheep help me to grow in you god will do it let's close our eyes